Sunday Gravy. Welcome to Sunday Gravy. This is a podcast based on recent sermons of High Point Community Church, as well as anything else that just happens to be on our mind. If you would like to contact us, you'll find all of our information at highpointcommunitychurch.org or highpoint.community. And now on with the show. All right, welcome to Sunday Gravy. This is Blake. Uh, We are joining you on Monday, November 7th, 2022 to review Sunday, November 6th, 2022. I'm joined by Pastor Joey Hill. Yo, yo. And today we have a special guest. Yes, we do. We have kicked Mr. Matt Ragsdale to the curb for (laughs) for the day, and we have invited High Point's own children's director. Drum roll. And... What else? What other roles can we say? <laughs> what other title? I mean, anyway, it'd be better. You already know who I'm talking it'd about. It'd be easier to say what she doesn't do. <laughs> Miss Miss Amanda Standridge. Yeah. Thanks. Welcome. Welcome. Yes. I have Welcome a, an to applause the podcast. somewhere. Uh-huh. There we go. That's much better. Some guy, some guy in the back real fired up. Anyway. <laughs> but, I'm welcome. excited to be a part. Are you really? Yeah. <laughs> Are you nervous? <laughs> well, I'm more nervous about my mic placement because Blake really kind of, you know, said I had to do it this really certain way, and I'm afraid <laughs> I'm going to mess it up. Well, just know that if from this moment on, if this podcast doesn't go on to great and amazing things in the <laughs> it's future, my fault. we'll point back to this day. It went downhill. Sorry. In the behind the, from in the behind the music episode. <laughs> We'll yes. point back to this, this day, day. <laughs> in this particular episode. Wow. Right there is where it came wow. off the rails. No pressure. Wow. No pressure, <laughs> no pressure <laughs> at all. At all. <laughs> but um, so what about this past week? What y'all have going on this weekend? I just feel like my whole life now is tending to all my injured family <laughs> members. It's like oh, we, yeah. we can't we can't win from losing. Right. Like yeah. Yeah. So most of you know Tyson. Torres ACL and MCL in the last season of um, last football game of the season, and mm-hmm. now he's having a surgery on Tuesday. Mm. And so this weekend was Tyson. What do you need? Poof. What do you need? Poof. I mean, it was just what, what kind of patient is he? I mean, he, he's he's gentle and kind, as yeah. most people know Tyson to be, but he is demanding. Is he? Like, he's not afraid to send you the emoji where the guy's in the bed ringing the bell. He'll send that to you. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but texting has kind of taken the place of the bell, you know? So, sure. So yeah. I got te- a lot of text. <laughs> a lot of text. But he gets up and moves around, though, doesn't he? On crutches and stuff. Uh, not really. <laughs> only when he's going somewhere where he really wants to be, like uh, yeah. like upstairs where there's you know TV to watch or something <laughs> sure. like that. So it I does take you. him about an hour to get up the stairs. I bet. Knee I bet. injuries are no joke. Yep. They hurt. Yeah. But it, I tell you what was crazy is we were the, the week before he got, that week of before he got injured, we were sitting there watching uh, Tua's um documentary on ESPN where he got injured at Alabama and then he right. got injured as a dolphin and 
and they had Dr. Kane on there. That was the guy that operated on him. And mm-hmm. I was like, look, Tyson, that doctor's in Birmingham. And um, then the very next week, and the very next week, we're, we're yeah. actually in his office. I was like, hey, look, Tyson, there's the guy that was on the ESPN <laughs> documentary. He's about to cut <laughs> your leg open. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Crazy. I forgot that we missed an episode. We did. Because of baptism. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's been two weeks. That's right. I forgot about that. So I should have. I should have asked what all did you have going on over the last two weeks? Because we, since the last episode, we've done trunk or treat. Mm-hmm. Yes. Should, Which, should we do a quick recap on trunk or treat? Let's do it. Let's do it. Team, right. team no. Wolf was awesome, by the way. Yeah. You did great, man. Yeah. Yeah. Did you feel the superpower and the energy? I did. I felt <laughs> the wolf power. People mm. kept asking me. They only raised the goal so you wouldn't dunk. Right. So I said, yeah, you know, <laughs> if it would drop about six inches to a foot, I could dunk it even up there. Yeah. Um, no, but I, th- I felt like it was good. The rain sent us inside. That was kind of a bummer uh, because it was kind of that on again, off again showers. Yeah. And so it was just enough to where we had to go ahead and make the call to move it inside. And I do believe that, you know, kind of scared some people off, but we still had a decent crowd come Very out. Very good and, crowd. And yeah. participate. And uh, the people yeah. who did – I guess we won't say trunks, booths. Booths, yes. They they <laughs> exactly. all knocked it out of the park. Yeah. They yeah. really did. They modified uh, their setup. And yeah. we had, You know what surprised me? And I don't know why, because I think we've had it before, but the live animals surprised me. <laughs> there you was just, a lot of live animals yes, this year. You know, you, ne- you, <laughs> you never think about that when you're, when you're, you know, which we wouldn't have had an issue with it at all. We would have right. absolutely. Ob- obviously allowed it, but we, sure. you know, you're thinking through when you're making kind of sending out guidelines to people. Okay, what do we say you can and can't do? Mm-hmm. And somebody bringing a live animal just never crosses your mind. Which, sure. is, like I said, the top of lot. You know, maybe we should have said no exotic animals. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> I don't want somebody <laughs> somebody being like a Steve Irwin. We, well, we don't want, we don't want a, a Tiger King booth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A Joe Exotic booth. We don't want that. <laughs> but um, what was her name? Uh, uh, Peters. Did you see her bunnies? Oh, oh my, my word! Goodness. The bunny. Ava Grace wants a bunny for her birthday now. They look oh, like they're huge. And when they look like a ball of feathers, they do. What kind of <laughs> rabbit is that? So I talked to her, and I think it was a lion head. There's also a Holland Lop. I think that one particular. What? A Holland Lop. That sounds like a Harry Potter thing. It really does. You can Google it because I've been Googling and researching. Oh, so okay. I, I'm not sure if that one was a lion head or if it may have been like a mixed breed of a lion head and a Holland Lop. Oh, okay. Holland Lop. Holland yeah. Lop. And Ava and I Googled it and we found tons of pictures. Like some of these bunnies can be as big as large dogs. What? No, I'm not kidding. That's uh, like I'm talking. That's like, not true. It, that's, Google there's it now. No, way. <laughs> no. <laughs> a rabbit. Not, I'm that's serious. Not as large as a dog. I mean, not not like a Great Dane, but you know, like a standard size, a good sixty pounder. You know. <laughs> no, not no, sixty pounds. Sixty pounds. I'm not lying. No way. I'm, I'm not lying. I'm calling foul on that. No. Oh, in the flag. No. no. Mm-mm. Anyway. Well, for the Whatever. listeners, the reason there was a bunny was because they were <laughs> Alice in Wonderland. Wonderland. Yeah, yeah, they did a great job. And then uh, the high school girls, they had a, a barnyard booth. Yes. And uh, 
it was Maggie Watson. It was Maggie brought and her Mary chicken. And all them. She yeah. brought her chicken. Chicken. And the chicken's name was Hen Solo. Hen Solo. <laughs> it's so awesome. And it was so funny to ask her, you know, because, yeah. you know, she's real soft spoken. And I was like, what's yes. the chicken's name? And she'd say, Hen Solo. <laughs> and then she'd giggle. Yes, she'd exactly giggle. When you get her talking, she's hilarious. Oh, she's she's hysterical. extremely hysterical. She's got a, yes. she's got a great sense of humor. Anyway, and, and shout out to her. You, um, you know, somebody that doesn't like to get up in front of people and talk and stuff like that. She gets up in front of the entire uh, Friday night football I, game and leads the prayer. Yeah, wow. I'm like, man, God's doing great things in that girl's yeah. life. And I'm she so proud serves of in Kid Point too. Yeah, wow, yeah, she, that's awesome. She does it all. Yeah. Um, and we see. better be glad they were inside because they had plans to bring a lot more animals if they were going to be outside. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. And so they punted and went with just They had the requested one of the parking lots that were near the grass Oh, so, the so they could put up stakes and have fence. It was going to be a full-on petting zoo. Wow. So mm. I hate we missed that. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> anyway, well, maybe next year. Hopefully next year we'll get to go back outside. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think what else is going on. So the the week well, the baptism that, was good, dude. Yeah, yeah. like that was awesome. So good. Yeah, yeah, Just, it was. The the um, I'm having a <laughs> so all I can think about is that weekend is when I got diverticulitis. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'm I'm here to share my woes. <laughs> I'm running through corner with my woes. Let's give God the glory for all our suffering. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That that wasn't a fun weekend. I think I think I brought up the baptism because I was just. I mean, I was I'm moved by every one of them, you know, and each one of them has their own unique story. Yeah. But I think the one that almost got me in front of the crowd was Todd Armstrong. Yeah. That almost Mm. got me. Like you could just tell how excited that boy was. That's awesome. It was awesome for his daughter. For his daughter. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. Anything else over the last two weeks that we need to talk about? Do you need to talk about your diverticulitis? No bueno. <laughs> no bueno? If if you, whatever. I hope nobody gets that. I wouldn't wish it on my mm. worst enemy. I'm glad it's, you explained it to me because I have heard so many people who have it. And you and it's ne- when you finally hear what it actually is, mm-hmm. the problem, it's nothing like what your mind mm-hmm. had created it right. to be. You know, it's like. Yeah. I'm it, still yeah. on antibiotics. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. I won't finish them until tomorrow. Okay. Mm. So, yeah, it's 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 no fun. Mm. It's no fun. Like, but you're better though. Yeah, yeah, I feel better. I feel better. I'm still not a hundred percent, but I feel better. <laughs> I just use that as a disclaimer. From yeah. now on, I'm just gonna say I'm still not a hundred percent. Well, anyway. You have anything interesting going on that weekend? <laughs> I like that. That's so funny. You like my transition? Yes, I yes. love that. Um, I did laundry. I went to Christmas <laughs> Village this weekend. I did that Friday. That was exciting. This weekend? Mm-hmm. And I did laundry. I had a, I have a lot of laundry. I don't think Christmas Village should be a thing. Why? Because I don't have... It takes my money. Yes. Like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Christmas Village and Cottontails is of the devil. Of the no, devil. it is not. <laughs> it's of the devil. I love it. Full shot. I love it. So, so here's do. a question for you: Do you are you already putting up Christmas decorations? Um, I would if 
I'm, I was a little less busy, so I would if really? I was a little less busy. How I have every desire in my heart for it. Y- yes, for sure. Yesterday for the the other podcast that I'm a part of, yes, we on Clever we recorded our first Christmas episode. Get this: what to buy your husband for Christmas? Let's Ooh. go. And Let's it's an go. hour long. Is there like suggestions? Very specific suggestions. I need to go listen to that. Uh, we're trying, you know, we're That's trying to take your female listeners. We're trying to extend the olive branch to our female audience. There you go. <laughs> Appreciate it. It's that. about to increase. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a good one. That's good. Yeah. Maybe we should do something like that on here. Let's do it. And the advantage that we have on this podcast is that everything is like the day of, like the day we recorded it's out there. So, That's it. That's right. Yeah. So we can, we can do that later on. Okay. All right. So I have something kind of interesting for you guys today. I hope you're ready for it. Say what? Blake likes the beat. I like how it ends. <laughs> da, 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 da. All right. You may just read the headline. Go for it. World's dirtiest man dies at 94 a few months after bathing. For the first time in decades. <laughs> you picked the wrong one for her. I know. Just well, did first you pick off, that because you knew she was gonna be no, on there. I'll go ahead and give credit where credit is due. Matt Ragsdale sent me this one. Okay. okay. He sent me this one. Oh, is there would, a picture? Yeah, there is. Oh heavens. Let me see. Let me see. Oh heavens. <laughs> heavens bad. to Betsy. Uh this is from CNN. An Iranian man known as, quote, the world's dirtiest man was laid to rest Tuesday. According to the country's state media, Amu Haji, also known as Uncle Haji, I love that. I like that. Died Sunday at 94 years old. Would you take 94 right now? Absolutely. (laughs) 110%. Absolutely. Um, Haji gained international attention for refusing to bathe for decades, believing he would get sick if he did. Y'all still haven't said anything. I'm listening intently. Despite his stance, locals treated him with respect. A few months ago, he finally bathed. (laughs) Here. (laughs) This is sad, Joey. (laughs) I don't know. I'm kind of envious. So here, here's the closing statement of the article. Okay. Haji was unmarried. Imagine that. And was buried in a city near his village. R.I.P. Uncle Haji. <laughs> I added that. <laughs> the R.I.P. Uncle Haji. So what do y'all think about that? I think, like, who has the authority to say that he is the world's dirtiest man? <laughs> Well, I mean, I would argue I've met a few um, around here. If you, <laughs> <laughs> if okay, you, just if you haven't, uh, we don't say names on here. <laughs> I mean, no, not here as in high point. Around here, you said around here. Not here as in high point. We all are clean. Like the building that we're sitting no, in. No, no, we're clean. Blake, in fact, had got some new deodorant. It smells up the whole hallway on his side of the office. Oh. <laughs> It's because it was spray deodorant, uh, and when I, like, literally the first day I used it, like, she comes around the corner to that side of the hallway to make copies, and she's like, what does that smell? Had you just put it on? No. Okay. I mean, 
an hour or so before. It's his perfume. I, I, it's do not you have perfume. a do you have a backup here? <laughs> it's not perfume. Backup what? Deodorant? Yeah. I used to I used to keep some in my uh, little cabinet in my office. Yeah. You know, for yeah. emergency situations. I That's what I got. I got, well, I got like, an emergency hygiene. You can so the first time I walked in his office and he's wearing it and I was like did you clean? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what she said. Did like, you clean, clean your office? Like, clean my office. Oh, that's what okay. she said. And I was like, it smells really good in here. And then... <laughs> no, then the, it's my armpit. It's my armpit. <laughs> and then, like, it was like the next day, I'm like, I'm convinced something has changed. And so he's gotten spray deodorant. And now every time that Blake walks by, you get a, a whiff of, uh, what is it, Old Spice, you well, said? Well, I'm self-conscious about mm. it. I'm not wearing it now. You smelled good. I'm not wearing it now. Like I I still have it, but I switched over to another spray deodorant. And now, which I kind of like to do this anyway, is alternate them. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Because if you alternate deodorants, it helps with the profuse sweating. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I have that a hyperhidrosis. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why are y'all laughing? Hey, are you? Do you still subscribe to the whole? Diverticulosis. What you said? Hydrosis. Hyperhidrosis. Hyperhidrosis. Colorblind. I mean, let's get the disability paperwork. Like my armpits sweat profusely. Yes. I know y'all have seen me do this right I've, here before. I've seen you do it. I've seen, seen you do that. Yeah. Oh, so you're trying to dry your armpit? I'm taking when you my do that? undershirt and wiping my armpit. That is disgusting. But it smells good. <laughs> So, I, I, I have sweat. My brother has this as well. We've both been given prescription deodorant before. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Like, you name it, I've tried it. Hmm. Like, you know, people say, oh, you just need to get you some Mitchum. You know? No, that don't. <laughs> nope. <Mitchum. laughs> nope. That don't work. Um, that I need to do a, we need to do a, a podcast episode on hyperhidrosis mm. on the other body. <laughs> Yeah, I've covered other things. Worse. Yeah, other ailments. Yes. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I'll sweat through. Um, like I said, my brother has it too. I have a, my mom used to have a picture of my brother leading worship for an Easter service. And he's on like the local ABC affiliate in Memphis when he was leading worship at Bellevue. And he is on a corduroy jacket and you can see pit stains on the jacket. Wow. What? Wow. Oh, in goodness. <laughs> Like when I say our armpits sweat, what, wet. What is that? Uh, like old spot. Y'all are like that old spice commercial where the guy's hanging off the side of the building, the other guy's reaching down to help him, but he his sweat is just pouring Gross. out of his underarm onto his well, face. I could oh, be. I've joked about it before. I can't but, watch it. Like when it comes on, so I either change gross. it or turn it off. You know, those people like will get out of a sauna and like run, jump in the snow and like their underwear or whatever. Uh-huh. I could be entrenched in snow in my underwear. <laughs> In my underwear and my armpits would be There'd sweating. There'd be steam coming up at your <laughs> My armpits would be sweating. I promise You'd you. You'd be that. melting snow. <laughs> so, do you still subscribe to that thing you did uh, where you talked to us at least a good 30 minutes about <laughs> on the men who smell good or the men oh, who 100%. have the same scent on all of the same brand? 100%. Of, like That's soap, hairspray, deodorant, hair if, gel. Hair gel. It all has to be the exact same brand. The exact same scent, and that's but it's when men mix it up that it actually mm-hmm. kind of makes you not smell good. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. It, so if you you because I've there's two men that I've encountered in my life <laughs> that I was like 
he always smells good. Like when they would walk by me, you know what I mean? And I'm as, I'm as, I mean, as heterosexual as you can possibly be. I think think when I would, when I would encounter those men, I'd be like, this guy smells so good. I'm just going to, I'm going to sit here and take it in for a minute. (laughs) I love it when he prays for me because it was, it was people in church. And then one day, one day I just thought, you know what? I'm going to ask him. I'm going to ask him. I was like, man, <laughs> this is not like I, you know, I had to lay out the disclaimer or whatever. I'm just like, you know, please don't think I'm weird, but I just got to ask you. I was like, man, you always smell good. Like, what do you, what do you do? And he, he just kind of laughed and he kind of tilted his head sideways. He's like, you really want me to tell you? <laughs> you like he's got the secret. Yeah, you really want to know like that. It's and. And then he divulges. He's like, "You got to use the same brand of everything." And I was like, "What are you talking about?" Now this guy was bald, mm. and he said, and he starts going into it. He said, "You got to, you got to use the same brand, uh, shampoo, conditioner, same scent in the same brand." Mm. He used Polo Sport. Okay, so it was, but he used Polo Sport, um, not shampoo but body wash mm. polo sport hand lotion polo sport deodorant polo sport aftershave and it's like so you have no competing scents it's hmm. all one scent like working <laughs> together for the same goal sounds like the church and he, and he said if you he said he said if you use hair gel you have to use that scent hair gel as well everything on your body has to emanate the same scent and then have you tried it Yes, and it's very expensive because I only I was able to do it once. I was able to do it once, and I, you know, and of course I kept walking up to my wife like because she had bought me like um, I don't I'm not a cologne guy. I don't wear it makes my eyes burn. I don't really wear cologne. Occasionally, maybe a little bit of body spray. Yeah, but most of the time it's just deodorant. Okay, and but I uh, we'll get to something spiritual in a minute. <laughs> I was just looking to see how far in we have it. Anyway, um, but I, um, I lost, completely lost my train of thought. So I, deodorant. Cassidy only. bought you this. She thing. bought me a gift set because okay. she liked she likes it when I wear cologne because mm-hmm. she's like the person that's like, <laughs> and then a couple. Of anyway, so <laughs> I don't. I, I'm like. If I wear cologne, it's just like one little spray. And that was her biggest complaint. She was like, you don't wear enough. Oh. Like, she likes to be, she just likes the smells. Mm. She likes to be overwhelmed in her olfactory system. And I'm just, I don't want anything to do with that. Mm. So, I wouldn't really wear it, but she bought, she liked the smell of Curve cologne. Mm. And she bought me a gift set that had Curve body wash, deodorant, cologne, and hair gel. Surprisingly, there was hair gel in there. I'm sorry, I didn't know Curve made men's. They clothing. may not still do. This was like you didn't you didn't know they made that, it. I knew they. I saw the female perfume, but I yeah. I didn't know they made. That had it. been a long time ago. It was a long time ago. This yeah. was probably 15 years ago. Yeah. Hmm. So anyway, that's the only time I've ever accomplished it. But what I was going to say is the other guy that I said that I would come in contact with. This guy was actually a pastor at, at another church. And okay. Every time I would see him. And I would get close to him. And here's the thing. It wasn't overwhelming. 
You know what I mean? Right, right, right. It was mm-hmm. you could tell it was his scent. It wasn't something that it he wasn't put on like as far apart as we are. What are we six feet apart right now? Mm-hmm. Like maybe just a faint whiff of him from six feet. But if you got within three feet, it was just like there's just such a pleasant smell in this vicinity. Like in this vicinity. <laughs> Prayers of a and good it's smell not overwhelming. Yeah. You know, it's not overwhelming. Much. It's not overwhelming. It's just like I could live in this scent. Did he tell you it was the Holy Spirit? <laughs> no. <laughs> the aroma of so I, It's my oils. I, yeah. <laughs> my essential anointing was I so I asked that guy the same question out of curiosity after I'd asked the other. And he said, Well, he said this is gonna sound weird. He's like, but uh and I can't remember what, what he said, but his it, it might have been some Old Spice scent. He was like, I started using Old Spice deodorant one day, and then I found that they had, and I was like, and you got everything else that they offered in that scent. And he was like, yeah, that's it. That's exactly it. Hmm. How about that? My father-in-law uses Brute. He keeps oh. it in. He keeps it in his glove box. <laughs> Let's be My honest. Dad How many times have you walked into a locker room? And smelt bo and brute. Brute. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. It's, my da- my it's dad bad. uses brute sometimes. It's bad. I, I like there's brute makes a cooling deodorant stick that I like. Cooling. Yeah, that it's just like a it's like a natural deodorant. It doesn't have like mm. aluminum in it or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. It has alcohol in it though. Yeah, mm. but I think I think the point of the story is if you want to live to 94, <laughs> don't be using all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that stuff's going to kill you. Yeah. You just need to stink. Yeah. And be your own man. So we have a guy. That live go- in a van down by the river. We have a guy that goes here. I'm not going to say his name because he didn't give me permission to, but he never wears deodorant and he doesn't stink. And he said the reason that he doesn't stink is because he stopped wearing deodorant. Yeah. I know that's counterintuitive, but because like huh. his, his, hypothesis was the more we introduce aluminum into our pores with antiperspirants, the more that causes us to sweat, basically. And so he he stopped he stopped wearing he said for two to three months he he stunk very badly. Mm-hmm. But you know, I think there's something to that because I've ha- had like gotten to know on different occasions a few different like homeless people that didn't bathe and stuff on the regular. And the two in particular, and I'm not saying this is true of all homeless people, but two in particular that I got to know and be around quite a bit, neither one of them stank. Huh. Interesting. Swear. Yeah. Anyway. Hmm. So, let's talk so, about something spiritual. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, sermon yesterday, we started a brand new sermon series. Yes. And we talked, uh, we filled in a new blank to start with. Yes. For our shirts. That you didn't wear. You said you had it on. I under. had it on underneath. Did you really? I really did. I promise. I would not lie. Does about that count? That. It should. Why? <laughs> You're our leader. I'm wearing the shirt. But we should because I had a golf shirt over it. We should see. I just but, didn't want to alienate so you embarrassed the visitors. To wear it? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. <laughs> you mean like what we said? <laughs> When y'all the, told me it was a bad idea, yeah. Uh, the, but the the word for the month is yes. protection. Yes, the God of me is the God of protection, which mm. obviously is not the name of the series. It is not. <laughs> God forbid uh, that that would be the. Yeah. Uh, but we started a series in uh, the book of Jude, 
one chapter, mm. and the name of the series is what is it, Amanda? Beware. See. Beware. That goes with protection. Will you say the name of the series? Beware. Okay. Oh, he said it. He, he said it the right way. What was I was I saying it incorrectly? So okay, so yesterday first service, you we introduced it, and you're getting ready, and you say, "Buh." Where? Beware. B U H. Where? You said beware. Beware. And, and Brad and I was like, we looked at each other and kind of like, what? What? Why did he say it like that? And then I thought, oh, he just had, he must have had a slip of the tongue. And so then he, then you said, beware. And then I was like, okay, he corrected himself. And then like five more times you said, beware. 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 And I was I like, didn't. I, she asked me about it this morning. I didn't notice. And so <laughs> it was, yeah. I was just curious what you how you thought that beware. that was. So I was saying it like that. Beware. 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 Like you were saying it fast. I think I say it like that sometimes. Beware. But she asked me this morning, "Did you notice how Joey said beware?" And I said, "No, I don't think so." I will or say she asked me. If I will you said say that beware way, is a lot easier to say than beware because I was in the second service. I didn't notice it, but I wasn't. You may have corrected yourself by second service. I, I don't, don't know. know, but I did look it up. I googled it. Well, how about this? Look. Go back and listen. Those of you who are listening to this, go back and listen to the sermon because the second service is the one that's uploaded. Okay. We'll see if he was consistent or not. See if I was consistent. <laughs> you used both. I have never claimed that my English would be on the same map. You know, oh, I, know. <laughs> I just hey, I, I, I know we're, we're dealing with a guy that the, says kindergarten the, and the, the, vehemently, vehemently. <laughs> I still wait, can't wait, say wait, 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 wait. Vehemently. Vehemently. In, in your Roman series, you said equivocally. 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 I, I quit. And then there was like, there was, it was um, who uh, Megan Thomas was in like the third row, and she just looked at me shaking her head no. Like you just said something incorrect. Uh-huh. But I uh-huh. knew what she was saying. Like, don't try to say that word. And I doubled down and tried to say it again. again? Yeah. And she was like, Stop. That was so funny. And, and then she shouts from the crowd, there's no B. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it stuck out yesterday because I thought, you know, sometimes Beware. we all have those Beware. little slips of the tongue. I know? was trying to say unequivocally. Unequivocally. Yes. Yeah. yes. <laughs> and, I, and for whatever reason, I just decided there should be a B in there. And I was like, unequivocally. <laughs> <laughs> But see, oh, yeah. yesterday you were like you were you were saying it for yeah. the first time, like mm-hmm. clear and concise. Beware, and, beware, and Brad and I, you know, and it's like we looked at each other like, what is that really how he's going to say that right now? I don't know. Beware, <laughs> beware. It's just easier to say it. Beware, that way. beware. Yeah. And uh, so that is the name of the series. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, covering the book of Jude, yes. and you start off with the definition of the word. Beware. <laughs> beware. 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 Uh, to take care of or be wary of. Yes. Um, and then we started off with some pictures of some, because I was thinking, beware of dogs. Oh, yeah. Can we, like, talk about the signs? Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Keep going. Funny signs. <laughs> that's what my note says. Yes. Funny signs. Funny signs. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, I, yeah. The reason I chose to do that is just because, you know, a lot of times. I mean, first of all, it, they're funny just to see them, and you're like, "What?" Yeah, like that's an actual sign that warns people of that. Yeah. Um, but my obviously my point was to get to the to the realization that we don't really do good with warning signs. Like yeah. we have a tendency just to 
ignore them and go, oh, it's not a big deal, write them off, you know. My favorite one by far was the giant one that said, this sign has sharp edges. Okay, hold (laughs) on. That can't be real. (laughs) Yes. It is real. No. So I looked at Brad and I said, and I'm studying studying that picture. Uh, Do it. I'm studying that picture. And I was like, legit Photoshopped. That's got to be. Legit. That, that has to be. It can't be. That, it has to how be. How can it not be? Like, how do you know for sure that that <laughs> the, is real? This sign has sharp edges. <laughs> like, that so, is so for those of you who, did, who didn't see it, it's a giant sign that says massively in bold on the sign. Caution. This, caution. The top. This sign, sign has, has sharp, sharp edges. edges. And then there's, uh, it says. He, then it says it again. Do not right, touch to, the edges of this sign. <laughs> and then really small below that in tiny, tiny font. <laughs> bridge out ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, look at it. That's the picture. That, that is not that, Photoshop. It has to be. It has to be. Look, if you look at the sign, there's actually like no lighting occurring. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Whereas one side's lighter than yeah, the other, I like a know. shadow. And uh, all. Like, it just looks so flat. If I saw that sign in real life, I'm stealing it. Yeah. Like, I'm there's taking no it doubt. off the sand. And I'm, you're going to touch those sharp edges. <laughs> I'm, put, I'm putting it in my bedroom. <laughs> like, I'm taking that sign. This is. The 16-year-old me would be like, yeah, I got to have that. Yes. Yeah. My favorite was the hitchhiker one. Oh, yeah. That Hitchhikers one may be escaping in That was for us. With the bullet holes With in the it. bullet holes. Yeah, you could, that one was definitely authentic. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Like, that was yeah, real. Yeah, that's in Arkansas near a state prison. Oh, my word. Oh, in Arkansas. Yes. <laughs> Those were good, though. Yeah, um, what about the fallen cow? I thought that was funny. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah. I mean, it was funny because like because of the point you made, you know, saying in order to make the sign it must have happened kind of thing. Yeah. Right. And then I thought, oh how graphic. You know what I mean? They've like, like a giant seriously, cow, a cow falls falling off, off a, a cliff. It got me to thinking you better about better get it quick, because that's some free steak. <laughs> oh my gosh. It got me to thinking <laughs> about funny signs that I've seen around the church. And I mean capital C church churches, but also like even our church here Mm -hmm. like i was thinking because i saw one yesterday morning that i laughed at because on our on our conference room door there there is a sign (laughs) that says do not remove chairs from conference room Mm -hmm. with a thumbs up Mm -hmm. emoji right (laughs) yes i can't be positive yeah i don't know who made the sign I, I did. Not, yeah. You did? I did. Okay. Do not remember. So, really, there's only one perpetrator for that. Right. And we all know who it <laughs> <We> is. Are, <laughs> which, in their defense, a lot of times they just don't have enough chairs. Sure. And so, they're like, we got to have more chairs. Right. And so, our college group will g- sometimes go in there and rob chairs. And then, previously, sometimes they would forget to put them back. But now, they use that room on Sunday mornings. Right. So, they've gotten a lot better about putting them back. But yeah. at some point, <laughs> somebody wrote on there. Oh, I a, know. You I know. know who wrote on there? Oh, I know who did it. Okay. I'm not going to incriminate anybody other than to say it was not me. It was okay. not you, and it what? is not anyone at this table, but maybe they have sat here before. Oh, wow. <laughs> so <laughs> so, I'm gonna so say. tell everybody what was written on it. <laughs> so, below, below the thumbs up or beside the thumbs up emoji, it was like, so it says, do not remove conference rooms from this chair. And then... <laughs> From, wait, conference rooms. I said, I'm, he's rubbing off on me. Do not remove chairs from conference rooms. Do not remove conference rooms from this chair. I love it. Oh, There's no editing. But my brain is just not working. 
is the diverticulitis of the brain. <laughs> yeah. Don't say that. That's a thing. That's, That's a probably thing. a thing. Somebody you don't has have diverticuli in your brain. <laughs> I might. The, so, yeah. <laughs> so, Do not remove chairs from conference room. Yes. And then right below it to the side, somebody wrote with a highlighter, college. At college. <laughs> At college, yeah. Like to like emphasize, I'm talking to I'm you. I'm talking to you. <laughs> yeah. And then somebody scribbled it out. Yeah. So then that was the thing. Then they see it, and one of them sees it, and they scribble it out. I just thought that was hysterical. So yeah. anyway, yeah, I got to thinking about that and other funny signs that I've seen, you know, around the church. Mm-hmm. Some some funny ones that have to, you know, like in bathrooms and stuff like that. <laughs> always, uh, always crack up when I go into. Uh, I think it's good, like you go into a public restroom and it's like all employees must watch hands. <laughs> Nobody must else watch, has to wash but, hands before. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I think that. And I was like, shouldn't we all just wash our hands when we're Correct. finished in the restroom? Oh, there's nothing worse <laughs> but, than like going into the restroom at the same time with someone in public, and like they get done and you get done, and then they just walk out the door. Uh huh. That's like grody. Do y'all remember that old cartoon that used to be in newspapers called The Far Side? Yeah. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And there was one where it was like a guy coming out of the bathroom, and above the bathroom door, it lit up a big giant sign that said, he didn't wash his hands. Yeah. <laughs> so he has those big eyes. Confession, because you know, like I've, I've had that thought before of like, all right. So <laughs> I've went into a restroom before because I walked in, and I don't – this was – I went in because I thought my son was in the restroom and he wasn't in the restroom. Uh, So I, but it's a large restroom where I walked way down to the end and I'm looking (laughs) to a stall where he was, where I knew he was and realized he's already made his way out. Well then as I'm making my way out, all I've done is walk into the restroom Mm -hmm. and I'm making my way out. And there's like this line of guys that are all standing at the sink washing their hands and i'm so you know what i'm gonna say i'm so you know self-conscious about being that guy and somebody having that thought about me that i'll go over there and wash my hands did you really i've done nothing you've done nothing all i've done is walk into the restroom you know you need to turn around and look at guys like that and say i'm living to be 94 see y'all later baby yeah Yeah. anyway well but yeah the whole point of the signs were to get to get us to understand that we're we're really good about ignoring warning signs right. and and I talked about how you know there is a video of a guy that climbs yeah. over the Grand Canyon railing bypasses all the signs going ah they're just suggestions you know <laughs> you know and what got me when he you, falls to his death all right that's but true. here's the thing though that, that and that's tragic but you said I debated whether or not showing y'all this and then you described what it was and I'm yes. like if you really showed that <laughs> I know. Like, should it not bother y'all that I even considered? That's what I'm that? saying. Yeah. It did like, bother me. Maybe, you maybe you guys that. should like vet my stuff before. <laughs> I, oh my goodness! But yeah, so I didn't finish my funny thought though. I got to go back to the sign thing. Okay. The all employees must wash hands. Yeah. I was in here locally. Okay, just recently in a bathroom, and they had one of those in the stall, <laughs> and I don't know if they're just messing with this guy. <laughs> Or if somebody just added it because it's funny, but it was like all employees must wash hands before returning to work or leaving the restroom or whatever. <laughs> and then somebody wrote with a Sharpie below it. That means you, Jarius. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> calling him out. That's <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you talked about people ignoring. Obviously, like you said, the whole point was people ignoring signs. And you, yeah, the example there of the guy who, um, unfortunately, died. Uh, and the point being, Jude. And you said this, Jude warns of wolves in sheep's clothing. That was one of the first kind of points that you went to there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, The book of Jude um, basically kind of talks about two different types of people, um, contenders and counterfeiters. And um, Well, that was my next note. What? Go ahead. I'm sorry. (laughs) Go ahead. We do this every time. Um, And... And, and I didn't really get a lot into those two mm-hmm. um, because, like I said, this was just kind of the introduction uh, to the series. But, um, you know, Jude really, you know, you know, when you consider the fact that because he starts out the book like he's going to he intends to write about this common salvation that we share among Jew, uh, uh, believers. And and obviously, I you know, I, I feel like he's a great person to talk about that he lived in the same house as jesus you know because he was the half brother and um him and james were in the house and so but it really did seem like the holy spirit was like hey that's great but i need you to talk about this and and he starts talking about people that have slipped into the church that and he's not talking about gnostics a lot of people make that mistake here um but he's just talking about people that have come in and started having these teachings of like immoral behavior is okay. Mm-hmm. And here's why. And there's no indication that it was licensed to sin, but you kind of get that feeling that people were kind of having that air about it. Cause it would be the equivalent of you going, okay, well the Bible says this sin is wrong or, you know, this behavior is sin. And yet somebody comes along and goes, well, does it really you know, and they began to explain away the Bible, explain, you know, and take away the potency of black and white, make it look gray. And then all of a sudden, you know, something that you've been taught your whole life, biblically, that this is a sin, I, I need to, I, I don't need to play with this fire, I'm going to get burned kind of thing. Somebody comes along and goes, well, wait a minute, you know, the Bible is really about this and this and this and this, and they just kind of manipulate the situation. And that all that is is false teaching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's yeah. all it is. And so Jude yeah. is warning us about it, and that's all I was t- trying to get across in the beginning was we, we cannot afford to walk past this sign right here. Yeah. And this is not something that we can't sit there and go, oh, well, that sign's meant for other dummies. You know, yeah. like that's meant for me. You know, it's meant for, it's meant to help me understand that, you know, some of the most dangerous things in my world are right under my nose yeah, or in my house. Mm -hmm. That was, that was really kind of the remaining notes that I had was touching on essentially the definition of contenders and definition of counterfeiters, really. Yeah. You know, this is a total side note, completely and totally unrelated, but this got me, I kind of rabbit trailed on this yesterday. I was listening. Okay. <laughs> but I was having a conversation. There's something I never really thought about. I guess I never put two and two together. But I was having a conversation recently with a friend of mine who's Catholic and we um somehow some way as part of the conversation um I mentioned something about James and then I said something about and I was probably referring to something that I'd said as part of like a Roman series recently or whatever and I brought up 
I brought up James and said something about Jesus' brother. And when I said that, he was like, well, some people think that. Yeah. And I was, I guess I never really thought about them, about Catholicism teaching that James and Jude were not Jesus' mm-hmm. brothers mm-hmm. because of the, what what they call the perpetual virginity oh, of Mary. Right, right, right. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. So anyway, that was, uh, I never really thought about that. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it, it was kind of one of those moments where it was like, okay, if I continue this conversation, then I have to, he and I have to go way deeper. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, am I ready for this? <laughs> yeah. Am I ready for this? Is he ready for this? Is right. this just going to be awkward? Mm-hmm. Should we just keep eating nachos? Like what, <laughs> you know? Like, what? Nachos. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anyway, that was, and I thought about that conversation when you were talking mm-hmm. about that yesterday, but anyway. Yeah. Did you want, uh, do you have those definitions for contender? And yeah. Counterfeiter? Yeah. Um, that was kind of, like that was I really said, my last two notes, and that was all all from verses one through four. Sure, yeah, one through four. Um, basically, and keep in mind, we're just dipping our toe into these because um, I'm really going to come back and spend an entire message on contender and spend an entire message on counterfeit uh, counterfeiters. Um, but the the working definition for our series is contenders are the real deal. They are in the game. They are defending the word of God and the gospel of Jesus Christ by standing firm and fighting for truth. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the working definition. And the reason um, that you have some of these words in here is because it is actually kind of explaining a little bit behind the Greek, you know, that is that what Jude is using here. So the key verse for a contender, it would be verse three in Jude where it says, Dear friends, although I was very eager to write to you about the salvation we share, I felt compelled to write and urge you to contend for the faith that was once for all entrusted to God's holy people. Well, a lot of people mistake that right there, that word faith. They mistake when it says contend for the faith. A lot of people think that he's talking about, you know, faith being the substance of things hoped for and all that. That's not what he's talking about here the, the word faith here, he's actually talking about the Word of God. He's actually talking about the Bible. He's talking about the Bible, you know, being truth itself. And so when he's saying contend for the faith, what he's saying is is contend for what you know to be true. Mm-hmm. Contend to, you know, don't forget what you've been taught, almost kind of like the way Paul taught to Timothy. Don't forget what's been taught you kind of thing and so so that's what you that's kind of why you have that in there about defending the word of god Mm -hmm. and the gospel of jesus christ because you know um when you get loose with those two things it all goes haywire after that and um and then counterfeits um are you know and People, you know, and I had to say this because I want people to know this yes there are counterfeits in the church there are wolves in sheep's clothing um, I think I said from the pews to the pulpit, you know, it's just they're they're there. And the working definition for a counterfeiter is they appear real but are fake. They look good but are not real. And so that's that's kind of tough because, you know, like I asked the audience, I, I did in one service. I don't think I did the other. But I um, can I give you a good illustration to use when you do counterfeiters? Oh, 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 I've got a few, but I'll take some more. But it's like when I looked at the congregation, I said, 
I said, can you tell the difference between a live battery, a charged battery, and a dead battery? No, you can't, but oh, the difference, you know? So, I mean, counterfeiters are tough. A good one that would be fun, that's visual, is that television show, or it's on Netflix, Cake or Not. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, oh yeah. You know what I'm talking yes, about? Where they'll have yes. like the real object sitting there and yeah. then someone has made a cake yeah. <laughs> that looks like it. Yes. And now some of them, it's kind of obvious. Right. But there are some that, that it's yeah. like I've picked the cake. I was like, oh, that there's no way that's yeah. a cake. And then they cut that thing in two. Like, oh, yeah. That would be, I that's, think that would be good. Like, that would be a little good video. Yeah. We might try that. Little video clips or something. Yeah. You know. That's but, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Have you, have y'all seen the, the fake donuts. Have you seen that? No. You know how people buy fake fruit and put it on their, you know, island or yeah. whatever. And, mm-hmm. and if you're not careful, I mean, some of that stuff looks real. If you're not careful, you'll bite into it. Yeah. Um, but they make, the, a lot of people now are, are doing the fake donuts. And they'll have donuts, like, laying, it's all for show. Mm-hmm. It's not not for go. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, you can literally bite into it and chip your tooth if you're not careful. Yeah. And uh, I thought about getting some of those, but I was like, eh, I got, I got some other ideas. But I like the cake idea. That's pretty good. That is good. But it just goes, I mean, I just think it's important for people to understand, like, man, we are so sure. Mm-hmm. But yet, at the same time, we're so blind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that goes for all of us, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what this series is about, is just kind of awakening everybody to the fact that, um, you know, it's hard to pick out a fake in a lineup, you know? It's it's hard to, I mean, think about it. We're about to go to the polls on Tuesday and make a very crucial vote for our country. And honestly, you don't know who to trust. Like, if you listen to one side, you're like, man, they make a lot of sense. You listen to the other side, man, they make a lot of sense. And so it's like, how can you tell who's got, who's got the snarling wolf teeth beneath the sheep's right. clothing kind of stuff? And, um, and so... I just kind of asked the question, do we have what it takes to contend against such recklessness against truth? Mm-hmm. You know, of course, you know, I stole that from Lord of the Rings, by the way. Mm-hmm. What what can man do against such reckless hate, you know? Mm-hmm. But, um, but basically, I just kind of ended with, there's only one way that you can tell the difference between something that's real and something that's fake, the Word of God. Right. And, it, and it should send a red flag up that that is what's being attacked that's what's being watered down and explained away and why because the enemy doesn't want you to be able to tell the difference between something that's real and something that's fake so here's how here's how well-rounded my cake illustration is here we go how do you tell the difference between in the show what's cake and what's not how do you how do they tell the difference you have to cut it you cut it open with a sword. Oh, <laughs> a double-edged sword. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah, that was cheesy. That was, yes. cheesy. That was but, cheesy. But it works. Yes, it does. It work. does. So uh, worship yesterday, Matt is mm. not with us, but we had it. It's all right. Hey, tell everybody. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, no, big big thing that we do need to talk about is D-Nows coming up. That's what I was going to say. Explain why he's not here today. Yeah, so he's working on D-Now stuff. Uh, so D-Now uh, is this week, and it's a area-wide D-Now. A lot of churches coming together. They're actually having their main sessions here, and so he's got a lot to do um, just kind of getting ready for that, getting yeah. set up for that. So 
uh, be in prayer for all the students from different churches all coming here and, um, you know, just everything. I think Matt put out on the student social media, like specific prayer requests yeah. for this weekend. So if, um, if you have an opportunity or no, regardless, we have opportunity. I'm telling you, <laughs> pray, pray for the students and pray for the leaders. Yes. Uh, pray for the host homes, the host homes that they have endurance. <laughs> <laughs> They will run the race that is set before them. <laughs> shout, shout out to the high school girls. Be nice. That's all I'm going to say. They're at your house? Yes. Middle school girls at my, are at my house. Okay, we need to pray for you. Yeah, I'm not staying there. Hey, by the way, I'm telling you, I've been in enough of these things. Girls are way messier than guys. Oh, I know. I know. I, it's unbelievable. The guys smell worse. They then, smell worse. But then and they're they make gone. more noises. But then they're gone. Yeah. They make more noises. They smell worse. They keep all their stuff. And why are you looking at us no, like they're, that? They're, they're, just, this, look, guys we're are private. They true. want to keep all their stuff in their little duffel bag. Yes. And they don't want anybody else messing with their stuff. Girls are like, they throw up everywhere. It, yes. Everything they got. Because they borrow from each other. And they just, it's unbelievable. Yeah. it's it, Speaking, of, uh, here's my segue. They're like Will Ferrell on Elf. I don't care who knows it. And they just throw stuff <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Hey, that's a good segue. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we we wanted to talk about and introduce, um, uh, you got big plans for our children's. Big plans. You want to tell everybody what we're doing? Yes. So we're going to have a Christmas program yeah. on December the 18th at 10 a.m. Sunday morning. And it's one, one performance. And it is called The Journey to Father, and it is a Christian adaptation of the movie Elf. Yeah. Yes. I'm excited. I think yeah. it's going to be good. Yeah, we're excited about it. He, there, let, he let me hear some of the did he? audio. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I am laughing my head off. Oh it's my so goodness. good. It's so good. It's so good. Our, um, do we want to talk about that at all or no? Yeah, so we can go ahead and like introduce the audience so that they can be uh, prepared. So we are introducing um, voiceovers for the play this year instead of doing live voices, um, simply because it makes it easier on the kids. They don't have to uh, memorize all the lines. It makes it easier on the production side. We don't have to fiddle with the mics and the mic changes and all that stuff Like are things that can mess up a play really quickly. Yeah. And so the fact that we've got these voiceovers, the kids are pretty much going to be lip syncing to their own voices. So it will be their performance and it will allow them to freely act and be able to put a hundred percent. They're all into it in a really unique way. Minus a lot of the nerves that come mm. with trying to remember the lines. Yeah. Right. Um, and we're also going to be introducing video as well. So uh, we're actually having our first video, video session this afternoon here oh. so yes oh. and so shout out obviously to, to Blake he's handling all of our voiceover stuff and he's doing mm. awesome Hope is handling our video stuff mm. uh, Hope Hill and so that's just been such a blessing because I don't understand any of that and so God has provided wonderful people who do understand <laughs> those things and so uh, it'll be definitely a huge collaborative effort from the production side to the 
actor's side, everything, everybody coming together. And I think it'll be really amazing. And mm. last week I was listening to one of the scenes where the gospel is being presented and literally standing in Blake's office trying to not bawl my eyes out uh, because awesome. it's just, it is absolutely beautiful. I mean, mm. to hear the gospel coming from the mouth of a child. So it's just really going to be an amazing day. It's gonna be, we're going to laugh and I think we're going to cry, and you might get saved again. So <laughs> it's going to be great. Uh, we talked about it a lot um, leading up to, you know, kind of Amanda making the decision on what route she wanted to go with it. But um, we talked back and forth about doing vo voiceovers that way quite a bit. And I, the, the thing, all the benefits that she listed, I think, were just kind of overwhelming. Mm -hmm. I know some people say, but it's not a Christmas play if you don't have goofy mess-ups and stuff like that. All of that's still there. Yes. <laughs> um, we kept their performance intact as mm -hmm. much as we possibly could. And so uh, it's it's all the kids. If it's, when, when you see them acted out on stage, it's them saying it. Yes. And so one thing that was kind of the overwhelming kind of uh, – for me that may, you know, and it may be something that we try and say, okay, Hey, this is maybe, maybe we don't do that every year. or Maybe we never do that again. Or maybe we do it every year. We don't know. We'll do, we're giving it a shot and seeing, but one thing that we, for me personally, that I felt like was, is really what she just said is like when the gospel is shared, uh, because there are so many variables and so many things that can go wrong. I love the fact that this emphasizes and prioritizes the message right absolutely of the play it protects and, it yeah and it so many times so many times with kids christmas plays that's a tremendous jeopardy yes. yeah and you know especially when there's not and i'm not i don't want to give away any spoilers necessarily mm -hmm. um a lot of times it's like what we end up doing is like we just overtly just throw in a nativity scene mm -hmm. to make sure that the point gets hammered across. Yeah, like, it's like everybody's there to see the kids mess up and act goofy. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's more important than what they're actually trying to that's communicate. entertainment. But yeah, right. entertainment. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And so anyway, I, I like that. I like that part. Now, mm -hmm. we'll, we'll, we'll see how it all comes together, right. but but – uh, I, I felt like it was important and something that Amanda and I have talked about quite a bit, and I think she felt the same way as for people to at least understand our thought process, her thought process and heart behind yeah. why we're right. doing that. That's right. So. right. That's right. Because it, it really is a beautiful picture of someone who has been separated from their father, mm. and they realize that it's because of this terrible thing called sin, mm. and he's on this journey to try to find how he can get there. How he can find his heavenly father. So you actually wrote this. Yes. So there are, you will find uh, lines from the movie. So yeah. I tried to really incorporate that because what I want for uh, the audience is I want them to feel that connection to the movie and laugh. But then I want them to see, oh, but we're taking it this direction. I would yeah. have never thought for it to go that direction. So, yes, um, I did write it with the help of the script of the actual movie. Yeah. Elf. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it should, it should, but, it'll feel very familiar. Yeah. Yeah. It'll feel like. Oh, I'm watching Elf, but no, I'm not. 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And we will, in all of our transition points, well, most of them will include video. So the audience will be watching the stage live and then they'll be watching video. Mm. And then while video is happening, we're having transitions on stage. That's and awesome. then after video's over, then the play's going to happen. And so it's going to, and, and the movie's a lot like that. So mm. the movie is a lot like from scene to scene, there's some video cuts, you know, when you think about Papa Elf and things like that. So um, really wanted to give it that feel of the movie like they're they're in it and they're and they're then it's live and they're in it and it's live and so um that's really kind of the goal and i hope that the audience will get the feeling of entrenchment Mm -hmm. you know as they're experiencing it. so when do the tickets go on sale i know right (laughs) (laughs) i mean i don't know you know we put all this work and this effort and it's so exciting and it's fun and you just never know you know lifetime it's never what will it, happen it's not a far-fetched thought that if it's if it turns out as good as you think yeah it might be requested mm-hmm. again what to oh, do it again do it a again. second time yeah. yeah well that i honestly have um semi had that fear yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah but well, i mean when you're good you're good we, well, well yeah well We'll do it. Let it be what it is. Yes. And then when it's over, we'll eat cookies and sugar plums, and then we'll cuddle. Yes. <laughs> or was yeah. it, hey, do you do, you do voices in it? Don't yes. you? Yes. Are no. you are you Norwal? No. Do Norwal? No. Do it. <laughs> do it. You have to come to the play. Oh, okay. I see. <laughs> he's got a no couple, teasers here. He's got a couple of vocal cameos in there. Nice. For sure. All right. I'm excited well, about it. It's going to be fun. Yeah. And you've been to Christmas Village. You're starting I'm your so decorations. So. My, you should see my office. Like the North Pole has thrown up in my Let's office. Go. I've got costumes. I've got signs. I've got mm. all kinds of stuff everywhere. Oh, and we have Operation Christmas Child coming up this Sunday evening. And mm. so I've got all that in my office as well. So, so that is sun- this Sunday That's evening. That's this Sunday evening. Okay. It's a packing party. All the information's on Kid Points okay. Facebook it's page. A, it's a busy week for us it's here. It's a yeah. busy week. We have, yeah. Tomorrow we are hosting the Corner Middle School uh, football and cheer banquet mm-hmm. here um, tomorrow. And then we have... Shout Ray. out to them. Undefeated season, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, for the third year in a row? Something like that, yeah. Is that right? That's right. Wow, that's impressive. Anyway, yep. so the uh, we have we have we're hosting that tomorrow night, and then we have uh, normal Wednesday night services, and then mm-hmm. we'll be right into D now. And then as we're closing out D now, we have the the packing Christmas Operation Christmas Shop packing party Sunday night, mm-hmm. and then next Wednesday night will be our church church wide church wide Thanksgiving. Gonna meal. gobble yeah. till we wobble. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna pretend that. <laughs> I'm going to pretend that that (laughs) did not not happen. Can you say it one more time? Gobble till you wobble. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think think we need to end. We went over an hour. It's getting crazy. It is. (laughs) No, what were you going to say about the Thanksgiving meal? I was just going to make sure everybody knew they were invited. Like, it's... (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I mean... It's not like you got to have a black T-shirt on to get in, you know. Because you ain't coming if we do. Get, uh, no, you. Oh me. 
I'm going to wear it under something. That's what I'm That's what everybody else will say. I swear it's I on swear underneath. It's underneath it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Who's going to check, right? <laughs> All right. Well, you have any y'all have anything else you want? I'm good. All right. Say your piece, count to three. Thanks for being right. on here, Amanda. Yeah, right. thanks for having me. All right. All right. See y'all. Sandy Grevy. <laughs> <laughs>